Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast, podcast, podcast. You already know, bringing you the latest and greatest in hip hop and cannabis from Denver, all over the motherfucking world, 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 worldwide. I had a joke there, but I'm already high and I forgot it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I know who we have in the motherfucking building. You know what I mean? Real quick, shout out Be Good Dispensary, our official sponsor, Eleven West Hamden. Up north on 120th, across the highway from Budocks. They got that good, good herb. As you know, last time, man, we were fucking smoked beyond belief. You know what I mean? But I got a special cat in the building, man. Been tattooing for 27 years. His shop where he works at has been open since 1978. Emporium of Design. Yes, we sir. got the one, the only, Scotty Ferguson, Hell Dorado. What's going on, brother? My man. What's up, brother? Not much, man. How you been? I'm doing good. You look good, bro. Yeah, so do you, man. You know what I mean? We're just talking. We're yeah. pretty. Yeah, we're old. Close and yeah, there you go. Good way yeah. to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You look good. I look good. I'd have never yeah. guessed you were, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm 49. Well, I'll be 49 in a couple weeks. Right, we ain't going to tell you how I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going to be, but I'm, I'm up there. <laughs> My man. You know, I had that reality check and, you know, but shit, man, not too many motherfuckers get to live that long, bro. Not at all. You know what I mean? It's, yep. it's a rough world. I'm, I know it's definitely been rougher for you, man. You know what I mean? Not necessarily, but I, I get through. We do good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, so, right off the bat, man, born and raised in Colorado, right? Yep. Yeah, I was born at Mercy Hospital in 1974. Same here? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. It's not even there no more. Yeah, I know. It's gone. I, was, yeah. I was born in the same place get a year, a year, a year before or after. Yeah. We'll just say that. Yeah. So you got that you two are, year, you, you know. gave up your age already. Uh, damn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Yeah. So what part of town did you like kind of grow up at? Uh, a little bit in Aurora, you know, the Aurora area. Um, I mean, I was a little kid out there. My dad was an aeronautical engineer, so we moved around a little bit when I got when I got a little older. So, but yeah, Aurora and Denver. And did you go to high school out in like Aurora? Uh, no, I went to high school. I went to most I mean, most of the schools I went to were in Washington D.C. when we moved. So you know, I moved out there and went to school out there. So. So yeah. you kind of moved to Washington D.C. and then came back to Colorado? I or? did, yeah, yeah. But I went to I went to St. Pius the Tenth um, over in Aurora. Okay. Yeah, I went there when I was a kid. It was a good school. What age did you move to like D.C.? Uh, let's see. I was probably about ten. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was that kind of a shocker for you? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you already had friends here and shit cracking here. I did, yeah. Mm -hmm. DC was kind of a weird spot for sure. You know, I mean, how is it different from like Denver? What you were used to? Well, I mean, it's just, uh, just you know, it's just, um, you know, no mountains, a lot of uh, big trees, rolling hills, and stuff like that. The people were a little bit different. You know, but I was too young to really realize any of that kind of stuff. Was know? it, like, diverse like Denver? Because I've always Oh, thought... yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, that's where I got into, like, punk rocks and stuff like that, man. You know, seeing Bad Brains and stuff when I was, in, you know, 12 years old. You know, I've seen, I seen bands that nobody else could ever, you know, imagine to see, you know. Not that's even crazy. to this day, they're not even around anymore. I've seen Minor Thread. I saw all that kind of stuff, so. Kind of the same way music or the early age, my parents kind of, you know, let me do that shit, bro, as long as I was cool, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. My mom and dad were really cool about it. You know, they, they kind of let me get away with a lot more stuff because, you know, they, they just up and moved us kids when we were young to, to someplace we'd never been before. So, you know, I spent a lot of time, you know, um, skateboarding and doing normal shit, you know, and then uh, going to a lot of... Lots of hardcore shows and stuff like that, you know, and I, when I was really young, you know, I was like we were talking earlier, I was really big into, um, you know, um, old uh, Beat Street kind of style stuff, you know. Like yeah, it old sounds like you started off with the hip hop oh, stuff, Oh, yeah, for right? sure, for sure. Yeah, Who yeah. are some of your favorites? 
Uh, well, I mean, I, like we talked about, UTFO was really good. Houdini, uh, Egyptian Lover, you know, stuff like that, you know. I remember some Midnight Star, bro. I yeah, kinda, Midnight Star was good. Freakers on the, 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 yeah. You no parking boy? on the you dance floor. Just, you try oh, break yeah, dancing? Yeah, or, yeah, I, yeah. I think back then we we all tried everything. Oh, we had a lot of fun, you know. And kind of figured out what we were better at and then kind of gravitated toward that, you know what for I mean? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun when I was a kid. I mean, not for nothing. We didn't grow up super rich, but I mean, we you know we grew up healthy. You know, right. that was that was important. Roof over the head, some food over in the, the head, food in the, in the fridge. Kind of like the nine to five, what they call them, latchkey kids type back in the day. Kind of, yeah. Parents for worked, sure. you know what I mean? Oh yeah, well that's how it was. You know, my parents wanted to give us as kids a better a better life. You know, right. so I mean, I I mean that 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 was everything to me when I was growing up. So, how long did you stay out in D.C.? Uh, let's see. I was out there. It's hard to you know. I mean, let's see. I, it was probably. Did you stay out there till like you were a senior? Did you no, 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 no. I was out there till like I was about year. fifteen or okay. so. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. I came back here, and then I pretty much kind of dropped out of all school and stuff like that. Got my you said, GED. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was you know I was getting in trouble doing all kinds of dumb shit, you know. So were you tattooing at this age, or were you had you had started? I mean, a little bit. We were kind of scratching on on each other and stuff like that, you know. Right. Anyone's parents ever get pissed off at you? Of course they did. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were having fun, you know. I mean, <laughs> what was the first thing you ever did? Uh, you know, I mean, I think all, all the kids when we, we when we were young, we made uh, little homemade prison machines and stuff like that. And we were just tattooing little crosses and shit on each other, and you know, kind of, mm. kind of along those those lines, you know, little skulls and you know, whatever, you know, just trying to trying to look bigger and tougher than we what we really were, you know. We're just right. kids, you know, trying to survive in the land, you know. So. Hell yeah! What what kind of like was the first time you seen tattoos, or you know you knew it was something you wanted to maybe do or fuck? Well, with? I, I mean, I didn't know if I wanted to do it, but when I was a little kid, my dad's um, his brother had a, a sailor tattoo on him, and he was in the navy, so I got to see this uh, this old sailor tattoo, and it was a naked woman, and my mom and everybody didn't want me seeing it and stuff like that, so we right. snuck in when he was sleeping and rolled, you know, kind of snuck around and looked at his his old tattoos and shit, and I mean. Who knows, man? It could have been done by like Burt Graham or something like that. Because I mean, he was he was in every port. So I mean, they, they he got he had some pretty cool tattoos. But my mom and they they didn't want us to have nothing to do. We grew up Catholic, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, so for sure. I'm I'm pretty much me and my cousin uh, my cousin cousin Catherine are probably the only people that had tattoos, or maybe still to to this day in our family. So, how old were you when you got your first tattoo? Do you remember? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, did yeah, you yeah. do it yourself? Or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did a little 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 cross on my on my leg, and then um. And of course, you get some other tattoos, and then you go to the tattoo shop and say, hey, you know, I want to get this tattoo put next to this tattoo so they wouldn't ID you and stuff like that. So right. that's how I started getting real tattoos, you know. Because you already had a couple on you, right? I already did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, so, weren't, they weren't really sweating they you about it. They didn't care. Yeah, they didn't give a shit. They were like, fuck it, man. Jump in the chair, youngster. Quit squirming. Here's a, here's a bottle of whiskey to sip on you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first place? Was it the first place here? Well, yeah. You know, it's funny, too, because uh, the, the lady I work with right now, she's, she's one of the first people to ever tattoo me when I was a kid, and her name is uh, Kim Schaefer. And uh, she's, um, she, she's been tattooing since 1976. She was Peter Poulos's, uh, um she she worked with Peter Poulos and uh, was her uh, apprentice and uh, explain who Peter Poulos is for the uh, people Pete, yeah, that don't so know. Pete, Peter was uh, he was um, he the was chain. A, a stone gangster yeah 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 he started <laughs> he started tattooing back um, he started tattooing back in the day and he he had Peter Tattoo um, Association they had um, they had it here in Denver and they had it in New York and Long Island and um, and Arizona so it's like almost I don't want to say chain but like almost like clubs. 
Well, no, it was it was it was kind of it was a little bit of a chain, but like he he had these shops and and then um, you know he hired tattooers and then they got percentages and made right. tattoos and stuff like that. But yeah, so uh, he was a huge influence to me and a lot of a lot of tattooers, a lot of older tattooers for sure. And so like I I've, I had the I had the um, the privilege to be able to work with these people, and I worked for that for that um, for that tattoo outfit when I was younger. And then I I switched over to some other shops and stuff like that. And now I work for the Emporium, which is funny because there was only, there was the Emporium and there was Peter Tattoo in Denver back in the day. And if you open up anything else, mm-hmm. you know, you're those were the only two choices you said. That right? That was it, you know. And if and if you did go, if there was something else, and you know, like um, you, you, those guys didn't hang out very long. Let's just put it that way. Right. They yeah, just didn't. Yeah. They weren't around to do much. <laughs> no, not very much. What no. did you just call it? your? The, you said outfit or what did you? That tattoo outfit. Yeah. Is that like parlor. Just, is yeah. that just a shop parlor like you said? Well, so? the outfit itself is basically where um you know to like um it's a group of people you know that they all tattoo for the same the same um company or whatever a mm. company it's just no way of saying company i guess got you yeah, yeah. how mm-hmm. many of there were you back in the days was there even like many of you at that time or was there maybe Tattooers? two or three yeah i mean uh yeah i mean there was um i mean there's a handful of tattoo shops for uh for peter and then um i think the emporium had like three or four yeah so um and they and they were rivals too and we all as kids we got along real well so we right. all hung out with each other even though the bosses would tell us hey you can't hang out with them guys you know and we're like fuck that shit we go to the bar and hang out with everybody and we we're friends with everybody. excuse me everybody it was a lot of fun were the old school rules way different than the new school rules oh for sure these kids don't have any idea how how easy it is or you know i mean you could just you could get up in the middle of the night get on amazon and you're a tattooer the next day you know what i'm saying right back then you know you had to learn had to go in every day you had to clean up you had to make sure that that shop ran that that shop could not run without you you know what i'm saying right. yeah so if you weren't if you weren't there on top of your game then you weren't you know you weren't you know you weren't you weren't a part of the, the team you know so and even probably trying to get someone to show you or like give you hints no, you they wouldn't I mean? they weren't doing that uh-uh. shit unless no. they kind of you know what i mean unless you start earning that trust exactly because i mean you, you know i mean look at it now i mean there's a tattoo everybody's a tattooer when i was a kid you there was there was no tattooer so if right. you walked into a bar and you're like hey you're like yo that's scotty he's a tattooer you know he got that respect from that you know nowadays it's like oh whatever you know it's watered down it's watered down for sure i mean it, you know like it, it, the the internet's kind of com- like the commercialization of it's kind of it, it's 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 downplayed it made it kind of cheapened you know so nah. i talked to um good time charlie Shout yeah out, yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah i love and good time charlie man. he's talking about how like there's fucking there used to be like one convention a year you know what oh I mean? yeah mm-hmm. and now he said there's probably two or three like every weekend you know what i mean every like, weekend yeah for sure and even more you know and Charlie Cartwright, man, he, me and him became pretty good friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I worked with a lot of guys, and I know a lot of those old tattoo guys and stuff like that. My friend Running Bear used to work with him for for a while, and you know, and a couple other tattooers, man. But that that guy's that guy's a he's a he's a triple OG for sure, man. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, being a tattoo man is like like a different lifestyle. You know what I mean? It is. That's kinda... why I, that's why I look young. You know what I'm saying? I, I do a lot of <laughs> dumb shit. You know. I, you know? I still, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I get up. I, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, like your parents say, you know, you, you want to get a good job. You go to get a job that's, you know, basically, um, if, 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 you know, if you go, you, you sit at a stoplight and you're waiting for it to turn green, and you get to your work, and you know, you're doing, you know, you're drawing on your friends for a living, and you're having fun doing it, then that's not a job. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But. Yeah. So we were talking earlier, like. 
how would you kind of describe you as like a person just, just like in general i don't know i'm real real friendly i guess you know i go to a lot of shows i know lots of folks you know um my, my girlfriend she keeps me she she keeps me going you know we uh we've been together for about seven years you know she you know she helps keep me grounded a little bit we don't you know i don't do a lot of real silly shit anymore so right yeah, I mean, we've all grown you know what i mean for sure but back in the day you said you were the type of person who just didn't give a fuck you, i did to this know? day like to uh, a certain extent you re you still really don't right yeah i mean I, you, I mean but why i mean for for real i mean the economy is kind of shitty everything you know, if there's if there's if there's a way to to make life a little easier or happier, then why not do it? You know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah. So, what kind of like, what kind of made you start getting tattoos? We talked about that earlier. Oh, when I was younger, I just was a skinny little kid, you know, and I figured if I got tattoos, it would help me um, help people keep people away from me. You know, I'd look a little tougher, or whatnot. Did people pick on you? Or did oh, people they fuck with picked you? on me even worse after I started getting tattoos. You know, I mean, it, it did the opposite. Did you like that shit though, or? Not really, but I learned how to fight real good, you know what I'm saying? So now, real like, soon. I mean, oh, that's yeah, all it yeah. is, man. Quick, fast, and in a hurry, boy. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not some treacherous tough guy, and I'm, I'm not an arch criminal or anything, man. But yeah, you know, you had to do it, you know? I mean, fuck. You know, you, people don't get Denver. Denver's, Denver's a grimy place, man. You can get into some bullshit out in these streets. They you don't know. know. And yeah. Like I said, everything is different here, too. I've always thought it's, it's always been diverse between every, you know what I mean? I think so, too. You know, it really is. And if it's not, and, it, and if you're not down with that kind of mission, then you're not around long. You know what I'm saying? Right. People, people don't like that shit, you know? And you know what's crazy is, like, I'm really, you know... I could go anywhere type of shit. It's like yeah, one of those exactly. things. Where you got the keys to the village, man. You, yeah. you know, if you got book smarts and street smarts, man, you can get along with anybody. You know what I'm saying? But if you, you know, I mean, they, you know, of course, there's there's a lot of, you know, I, I walk these streets and I see a lot of these neighborhoods. They're not the same anymore. You go out to the north side. Oh, and, not at all, Yeah, it's, it's, it's all, it's, 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 it's all white people problems and shit out there. You know what I'm saying? But out here, you know, I mean, like we're, you know, in, in certain, there's other parts of Denver, you know, and you get, you find them where it's just like, you know. You still have the same shit going on. You still, you know, you can still tell it's a, you know, it's a Denver community. You know, you could go to festivals and do things. You know, you go to Juneteenth and you're you're welcome there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you said earlier, like um, fuck, I had that train of thought, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Shit, lost is that bigger weed. You yeah, gotta go yeah, check him yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Smoke some more. <laughs> no, you talk about being cool with like everyone. Yeah, you, know you gotta mean? be. Especially being a tattooer, man. That shit doesn't cut it, man. You got to be cool with everybody, you know? You never know who's going to come in. If your money's green, I don't give a fuck what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? As long as you, you, you're in there, you respect the, the tattoo shop, you respect us, you know? You, you get tattoos, you, you know, I don't give a shit what you do. What's the one thing that you like that you dislike that customers do or something that, you know what I mean? They try to micromanage, but I pick and choose my battles a lot wiser these days. Like, if... Like, it might seem sometimes when I walk in the shop and I've, you know, I'm not really doing much and during the day and I'm working on some artwork for somebody and somebody comes in and they're trying to bully their way into my chair or something like that. I'm like, hey, man, I ain't got time for you. I, but, you know, I'm, I'm friendly. I'm like, I know somebody more than glad to tattoo you. And, uh, I mean, you know, and then they, they, you know, and, you know, you get those people that they, they want to get in. And when they do get into the chair, if they finally get in there, they want to micromanage or, you know, be like, hey, you know, um, 
They get you get a little bit of tattooing done. Hey, can you add this and do this? And you know, it's not I, like I, back in the day where you just kind of they just let you do what you do, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they still do with me, but I've been you know I've been tattooing for a lot longer nowadays. So like I said, I pick and choose those battles pretty wisely. Right, and this is what they want. Yeah. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, if if their money's straight, you know, if you come in, I don't give a shit, you know. But I mean, but I'm not, you know, I don't want to be one glove away from being a prostitute either. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, especially <laughs> you have a lot. I bet you have a lot of motherfuckers trying to lowball you. Huh? Oh no, like, is they, that the no, worst not anymore. No, not anymore. I, yeah, I, I I I charge a fair, I charge a nice nice heavy amount every hour. So I mean, if you can't do that, yeah, fuck them. Do you like something that you like to do better? Do you like to do bigger tattoos? Do I love like, doing big tattoos. Do you like man. doing small tattoos? If I if I can if I can just eat it, if I can just sit down and work on something and, and and feast on a big ass tattoo like a sleeve or a back or you know or or a leg, you know, I'm I'm good with that shit. Like the bigger the better. Bigger the better for sure. You know, but I don't mind doing little jammers. Little jammers are cool. You know, people they they want to get tattoos. They want to spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars getting a little, a little tattoo, you know, the size of my hand, you know, or you know, a couple inches or whatever. That's cool. I'm cool with it. You know, I get a lot of people that come in the tattoo shop and they'll be like, um, you know, I'll be tattooing all day and I'm working on a big piece, like somebody's ribs or their legs or you know, sleeve or something, and then they're like, hey, um, this kid's waiting all day long wants to get tattooed. I'm not gonna deny him the tattoo. You know, I mean, he spent the whole day waiting, and I told him to hang out. I, if if I don't have the opportunity i'll tell him to go ahead and you know try another day or set an appointment but, right yeah what's long as you've been tattooing till shit uh well the other day i tattooed um i started about 10 o'clock in the morning i ended up about three in the morning yeah so i was three big tattoos on it's three guys of, yeah yeah the fucking work. what'd you do if you don't mind well it was uh so the, it was a dad and his two sons and they wanted uh okay. they wanted a, a thing together and it was kind of a clint eastwood kind of ta- uh, um kind of themed uh montage and Looked really nice. Those guys were super happy, man. It just took forever, and it was just one of those days where, you know, I was happy at the end, but, like, towards, you know, about right in the middle, I was kind of figuring, I was like, yeah, well, this is going to take the rest of the night, and, you know, and then for, towards the end there, I started drinking some beers and stuff like that, and I kind of started getting out. in the groove? Yeah, or? I just, well, I was, over, I was in the groove, but you get to that point where you're just, like, on the last one, and you're like, hey, we got, we got to just, just relax. And stretch just, it out? Yeah, stretch it. I don't, I don't, I'm like, fuck it, man. We're going to do this. We're going to do it, you know, so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, how would you um, describe your kind of tattoo style? Well, I do a lot of black and gray, but I also do um, um, I do a lot of uh, old school kind of stuff and Japanese, so I'm real versatile. I just like making cool tattoos, man. If you come at me with some pretty good ideas, you know, and, you know, being having the opportunity to work with some of the best black and gray guys, you know, and, and some of the best Japanese guys and stuff like that, it helps out a lot, you know, and, I, 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 and I'll see him do a little something, and I'm like, man, I'm going to try that next time, or else I'll put, uh, in, in, incorporate it into my artwork or something, you know, so. Right. I'll say, what kind of tattoos do you like getting, personally? Um, personally, I mean, I don't know. I get, I get tattooed by some of the best guys on the planet, you know, so. Um, like, uh, you know, my friend Eddie Deutsch, whenever he tattoos me, I'm just kind of like, here, I... Here's this, and then it'll probably be something completely the opposite thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, I'll be like, hey, I want this, and then he'll, t- I want a, um, like a little guy on a surfboard, you know, surfing in some Japanese waves with the oni face or something, and he'll be like, all right, we're not doing that. We're doing a gorilla eating into some barbed wire or something, you know. So, nice man. Yeah. Hey, so when you were like younger, what um. Who did you kind of run with? Did you kind of like run with everyone? Did you hang out with the Mexicans? Did you hang out with the white boys? Well, a little bit of everybody, but yeah, mostly um, like right now. I mean, the Heldorados Car Club. I mean, we're all like it's all basically. Um, I mean, we've been together for about thirty years, 
So uh, one of my best friends on the planet is uh, he's Cinco, and he uh, he's an old cholo man, but that guy listens to more punk rocks than most punk rock kids I know. You know what I'm saying? So and that's what we were talking about. A lot of cholos, a lot of Mexicans that's do funny. listen to yeah, hardcore yeah. fucking he, punk rock. He trips me out, man. That dude knows more about fucking like um, like like street rock and oi music and punk rock and all that kind of stuff than anybody I know. So it's always really kind of trippy when you you know you see people kind of interact with him, you know, because he's he's kind of a he's. It's one of them dudes, you know, you, you sit and watch him and he's just like, he'll just be watch you and, you know, he's, he's an old, old, old punk rocker from way back, you know, so. And you never, like, get that, you know what I mean? It's kind of funny. You always think yeah. fucking, you, you know, how it is, bro. Hell, like me, man, nowadays, I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm jamming, like, I'm rolling down here listening to the barge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> listening to, like, um, um, Bloodstone and, um, and, and Brentwood and stuff like that, you know, and War, you know. But I love the oldies, you know. What are, like, some of your favorites, man? War, of course, man. If you don't fuck with war, don't even talk to me, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen them before, huh? I've seen them plenty of times. I was in, uh, I was in San Diego uh, this, this last year, and me and one of my other best friends, uh, Josh Barnes, we went down to the... Um, to the shell on the in the in the in the bay, and uh, they played with it was George Benson and War, and we didn't even have to get tickets. You could just sit out there. So we you know we sat out there and got a little warmed up with some tequila shots and some other little goodies and stuff, and we just sat there and listened to War all night, man. It was great. And then after that, we got you know we took a lift and went over to um, to. Um, think north park and watch some punk rock shit you know what i'm saying so that's tight bro and you could yeah. do like multiple things and like yeah, it's fun. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. at a night in a city yep san diego's a spot for sure man that's a, it's a beautiful wonderful city people are a little 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 different i mean I, I love them all you know all the guys at lucky's tattoos my other tattoo shop i work at so out you there do, you go mm -hmm. back and forth yeah, from here in yeah, cali you were yeah. telling me right i didn't know that not so much anymore lately i've been just trying to concentrate more on 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 uh, denver you know i mean uh i got uh a lot of stuff going on right here right now, so I'm just like, um, you know, trying to help out as much as I can and keep keep things kind of cooking around in Denver. So, yeah. how long have you been at the shop that you've been at? Uh, so uh, my friend Dusty, me and him grew up together. He uh, he his dad opened uh, the Emporium in 1978, and uh, so you've always kind of kind well, of... we were always friends when we were kids okay. for sure. But like, um, I, I went in the shop just to check up on him, see how these guys are doing. And, Pretty much he hands me the keys and, you know, I mean, but, you know, working with, with old people, like older tattooers, it's a dream come true. You don't have to listen to anybody's nonsense. You don't have to hear the stupid stories. It's already been said, you know, a million times in those walls. So working with, with Dusty and Kimmy, like, I mean, it's, it's a dream come true because those guys are my best friends and they just, you know, they don't, you know, they don't have a lot of time to, you know, it's not like when you work with younger kids, you know, that everything, you're trying to reinvent the wheel, everything's brand new to them. Right. To, to these guys, it's old hat. So we just kind of shoot the shit a little bit, you know, say say our goodbyes and go home at night and you get more domesticated. So, you know. Uh, yeah, that's cool. What was it like, though, in the early days, man? How did you kind of, like, how did you kind of start tattooing, you know what I mean? And Well, I mean, when, you, when I first started tattooing, well, the thing was um, I started my apprenticeship. I got locked up when I was real young. And then when I got out of uh, Lookout Mountain, I uh, I started um, I started doing an apprenticeship, and um, I was working for Rich Romano, Larry Romano's uh, younger brother, and um, and uh, and Larry was my was a big boss for Peter Tattoo, and um, I started 
started working with those guys, but I was getting ready to go to prison. I got in some trouble, you know, lots of fist fights, and after a while, the judge was it like some fucking like um, outsider shit for real? You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, I or mean, was it a little yeah, more no, dangerous? It, it was or, way I mean, dangerous. And you think in the outsiders, that fool pulls out his blade and gets that oh, fool yeah, with it? You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, so. it was crazy. There's there's nights where like you know I get handed like a bunch of money and have to go over to a bank at you know right after we close, and you know we're over. Like I was at American Tattoo and. We were basically off of like Colfax and Havana, and imagine this, like yeah, it was spicy, man. So imagine this, like you know, twenty, you know, almost thirty years ago. That wasn't it. Wasn't a paisa neighborhood. It wasn't a lot of like a working family neighborhood. Not at all. It was was, yeah. It was a lot of crips, a lot of bloods, and there was people out there shooting each other, you know. And it wasn't nice, you know. So I had to go take money over the banks and do this shit, and it. You know, and you carried you carried around stuff with you. You know what I'm saying? You never knew who you were gonna meet in those dark alleys. So, man, it was gnarly. A lot different from than from today. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, these kids don't get it. I mean, I can't say that. You know, some of these kids do. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not small guy that hates on young kids. I think they just gotta learn. But they got it's both ways. Sure. You know what I mean? But they got it easier. Everybody's got snitch in their pocket. You know they can they can turn on their camera and, and and film you doing some 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 arch criminal shit and rat you out to the cops or whatever, or they can just call the police on you or whatever. So or it, it wasn't like that back then. You know what I'm saying? You could do that shit. You, you is kill or be killed. You know what I'm saying? So no, or or like I said, they'll just shoot you. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just take your shit. You know? I don't think I mean, people like. Really... I see these kids rolling around. I mean to cut you off. But I see these kids running around with their little earbuds in their heads all day long. They don't have any idea what's going on around them. And there's old guys like me that, you know, like if, if, you know, if I didn't have my shit together, I'd look at that as an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't understand that, you know. Probably not a good thing to say. You think it's gotten more dangerous <laughs> today or back in the day? That was way bait, more dangerous back in the day. It's just now it's just kind of like broadcasted. You yeah, know it's, it's except, you know, people don't do that kind of shit. You don't see people that are like, okay, I'm going to victimize somebody because they don't, you know, because they're slipping. You know what I'm saying? I see people slipping all the time, man. There's fucking... Fuck tons of lames out there that just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? You Especially know? like nowadays, like so many people are on their fucking phones. Oh shit. yeah, they don't care. I mean, when I, you know, whenever I used to take the 15, that was dangerous shit, man. Take the 15 down, you know, and I'd go. You, once you pass Colorado Boulevard going into Aurora, <laughs> you might as well, you know, you might as well just go ahead and have your gun cocked and ready and ready to go. I mean, there's people that would rob you. Just you know, they, I've dealt with some shit on the 15, oh, man. Yeah, kind of tuck my way out of it, but it wasn't looking good at first, bro. Sure, <laughs> like you yeah. know what I mean? That's, and it was just some like, yeah, that big motherfucker up there. Like, yeah, he thinks like, he's oh, doing something. Oh shit, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these motherfuckers over here is tripping. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, like some Debo shit. Yeah, for sure. For real. I mean, those people, like, there was a lot of things. Like, the, those gangs didn't give a fuck, man. They didn't care what color you were or where you were going or what you were doing or what you had or didn't have. They were going to take whatever you had. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you have any um any crazy, like, stories on the 15? Um, I mean, not really. Uh, like, I, you know, I, I was one of those kids. I, I kept my head down. You know I mean? I never really had a lot of problems. I've seen a lot of other folks have a lot of problems and stuff That's like that. I mean, I've seen what some kind stabbings of, what and What kind shit? of crazy yeah. shit you see on the 15? I've seen a guy get stabbed once, and um, I, don't think, I don't think he made it because they had to pull it over. And then they, you know, and oh, it was, it was shit, right downtown, real? too. Yeah, he got on the bus, and he, I guess it kind of reminded me of some, you know, it looked like some prison shit, like he owed him some soups or something. You know what I'm saying? Nah. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, it looked like that. And uh, the guy, he, he he bled out on the ground. I'm pretty sure he died. I didn't stick around to check it out, man. But I ain't trying to see folks get hurt either, man. You know. Nah, I've been on the video and seen some shit. I've yeah, seen about some to shootings. Down, yeah, yeah. Like, I seen shit, I seen a guy shot. I seen his uh, 
kids shoot, shooting at these other kids or uh, different 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 sets or whatever, you know. You know, that's just scary. But, like, then, I, you know, I, that, that was my incentive not to have to drive right on the 15. I, I went ahead and got a car, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I saved my money. What was your first car? I, was, I got a 1971 Plymouth Valiant. I, I saved up 600 bucks. You know, I'm a part of a car club, but back when we were kids, like. Uh, I had a you, Grand Torino. There you go. That's a beautiful <laughs> car. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful car. I what do you say, like, shit, uh, like a 76 or something? There some you stuff. go, man. Yeah. Grand Torinos are badass, man. I want to say, like, Starsky. Not probably not Starsky and Hutch, but uh, some shit like that. Yeah. You know I mean? But um, when when we were kids, you know, like, um, 600 bucks. And, uh, you know, we all drove old cars, not because it was it was the cool thing to do. It was just cheap, you know. And, like, and all the kids in the, in, in the Helderados, we all, you know, we all grew up. We were, you know. Were you all from one area or from all over? No, we're from everywhere. Like, oh, excuse me. Um... Like uh, we're in, we're in Denver, we're um, also in LA, we're in San Diego, and um, we got you know. Where did it start? Here in Denver, yeah. So Alfred holds it down in in, in LA. Um, Josh Barnes holds it down in San Diego, and I mean it's 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 you know and, and it's all like seriously collectively it's like basically old punk rockers and old cholos. Everybody's been and like lowriders. Yeah, and all like, like lowriders. Impalas or just lowriders no, in general? No, just, just lowriders in general, man. Like, you know, 30s cars, 40s cars, 50s cars, 60s cars. Even uh, Brandon, he's got a, he's, 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 uh, see, he's got, he's got a 70s. Um, he's, I, I forget what he, you know, I'm, I'm kind of brain dead right now, but he's got, um, he's got a really cool, uh, he's got a cool car. Um, I'm, I'm, I can't remember. Oh yeah, I was gonna yeah. say when you got your first car, where were you guys going and what were you guys doing? Like, well, guys... I was trying to stay off the fifteen, so it didn't really matter. But when I had that seventy-one Plymouth Valiant, I mean, you, you know, back then, you know, you I'm could... saying, were you guys like going to the park? Were you guys cruising? Like, where were you no, guys it wasn't doing? even that. We weren't even trying to do that. We just oh, all just... all of us had old cars because it was just it was just cheap to have them. You know what I'm saying? And then we all realized that it started getting cooler, and everybody started. You know, I mean. The guys that were the coolest were the guys that had those old cars. You know what I'm saying? You know they didn't they didn't have the money to buy something brand new in the '80s and the '90s and shit like that. So, right. Yeah. Hey, so if you have a car like that, what's the first thing that you get? The first priority? You lower that shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Lower it. Um. You know. I don't know. Like a lot of times, like um, like I, I drive old Chevys, man. Um, like uh, um, but. Like, uh, you know, I'll always get it lowered, get it looking cool, put some uh, good white walls on it, you know. Um, rims of must, the shoes? Yeah, yeah, you got to get some nice rims. Uh, I, I like, um, I mean, uh, like Cinco, he likes he likes Craigers and stuff like that. But he's, uh, you know, but it just kind of depends, you know. I like um, I like true spokes, you know what I'm saying? So 80s and 90s true spokes are really cool. Knockoffs you ever are, fuck with, like, the Daytons? Well, I mean, I ha- I've had them. Back you know, in and the you've day. seen And you've seen some of my old cars with yeah. those. But the thing is, is like, um, you know, unless you're ready to just knock them, knock them in every Sunday and do all that kind of shit. I, I graduated True Spokes because they have that, they have that classic look to them. But, but you know, they're they're in there. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to hit them every every Sunday with uh, with lead hammer. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. Yeah. What's your like kind of go to ride? Well, I let, I let, do you I'm have a, a dream ride? Do that something you're still working on? Or well, do you, I, you know, I've, I've had a lot of different cars, but I still have my my '64 Bel Air, man, and um. The 64 Beller got wrecked into a couple years ago. Some drunk driver came down the street um, when I was living over off of uh, Colfax and Federal. Ran into the 64 and ran into this, uh, my, my friend Josh 66 and 
wrecked into a whole bunch of cars and, and took all kinds of shit out. Uh, took out all, all kinds. Did y'all of, find out who it was? Oh or? yeah. So the street justice man. So all the all the gangsters on the other side of the street, they saw this shit happen and they come out there, threw a brick through his window and, and um, you know pulled him out. I probably shouldn't. Won't say anything. But they pulled the guy out and said, "Why are you fucking with Scotty's round flies?" And you know, fucking pulled the guy out and he was. Uh, you know, and then, and then of course the was he all the, the drunk cops, or was he fucked up? He was or? all he's messed up on um on something. You know, I think he was on um that fat <laughs> No, I think he was like on on like Molly or some shit. You know, but I was in California at the time, so I was watching oh, all this shit on my ring, and then all, all the vatos from across the street were ringing my doorbell, like, "Yo, where's Scotty?" And I had to come home, but it was funny because like when I got home, so all these little kids came out and um they swept up all the mess and they 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 they, they took it away and. And when I came home, like all the all the um, all the uh, old like all the old paisa ladies, they bring out uh, they bring out all these food tra- tra- trays and stuff. Oh, like, I, like I lost a kid or something. <laughs> it was it was pretty neat, man. I, I love that neighborhood. Those people were were really good to me, man. Like everybody in that neighborhood was great. All my neighbors were great over there. But it just sucked because I just I just pulled all those cars from the back and they all got hit. So. They were, you know, I've been working on getting, um, getting the '64 back together and getting it going. So it's been sitting at the tattoo shop for a minute, but it's it's getting there slowly, for oh, sure. All right, that's mm-hmm. dope, man. Mm-hmm. And do you believe like in in, in building a lowrider or like, or would you even would you ever think of like just straight out purchasing a lowrider that's already done? Well, I don't. Or what's your you know, I mean, steez? yeah, my, depends well, how money is. Well, right? yeah, how money is. I mean, of course, you know. You, it's nice to have something that you can just get into and drive, but I mean, you didn't put your blood, sweat, and tears in that shit. Some other, some other guy did that shit, right, you know. Right. So, I mean, it's nice to 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 do that, but it's also nice to work on stuff with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I love, I love nothing more. Like uh, you know, me and uh, me and Trev Dog and and uh, Cinco and uh, we'll, we'll go down to um, um, to uh, Speedway uh, Salvage Yard and we'll we'll spend the whole morning out there just pulling you know parts off of old cars just to fit in a, a car that we're working on, and we get a chance to sit out there together and bullshit and you know and bust balls and you know and have a couple beers or whatnot. I mean Cinco don't drink, but you know we'll go out there and have some times. You know what I'm saying? We get yeah. out there and just do some nice shit and then come home and I'm smelling like. You know, like I smell like oil and stuff. And my old lady, Lauren, will be like, oh, my God, I love the way you smell. Come on over here and give me a big old smooth. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's good, you know? Hell yeah. yeah. Sounds like life is good, man. It is, man. I can't really complain these days. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, of course, you know, anything could be better. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I'm smiling. I'm always happy. You know, there's, there's, there's not much in the world that i don't that really need anymore i mean i got everything that you know i mean aside from you know essentials like food and you know stuff like that i mean everything you know we've got a nice place we're living everything's good you know so it's nice to uh to you know come home and have everything taken care of you know and we're all happy Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Hey, who are some of the cats that you've kind of like looked up to or some kind of people, you know what I mean, that kind of showed you along the road, kind of helped you out? The tattoos and stuff? Yeah, and, li- and even in life, oh, you know what I mean? Oh. Just I got a lot of friends, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to mention a lot of the guys, like uh, a lot of my friends, um, you know, in prison and stuff like that. Like, uh, a lot of those guys were um, like, well, you know what? I, I, I'm uh, My friend Terry Cockman, he was a really good dude, man. He was one of those kind of guys. He's like... Uh, old biker type guy you know he he wasn't really uh, associating with anybody or any of that kind of shit but 
he was one of them kind of dudes who'd be like, yo, Scooter, let's go out on the yard. We're going to lift some weights today, you know, right. get you healthy, you know. Kept me going, you know, and I, I mean, not for nothing. I wasn't sad in there, but, I mean, it was just kind of the energy sometimes wasn't all, always there. So right. he was one of them kind of dudes, but he was an old, old fucking, you know, he was one of them old Clint Eastwood type motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> That's crazy. My dad, of course, my mom, of course, you know, mm -hmm. rest in peace, you know. But, um, you know, uh, and then, of course, a lot of the guys in my club, you know, my friend Cinco, I mean, you know, shit that I didn't know about with cars and shit, I can ask him and he'll tell me anything. Are like the cats from your club? Are they like um, like childhood friends? Are they people you met along the way? Or? Along the way, most of them, for sure. You know, I mean, like, uh, but I mean, me and Cinco, we've been, uh, and, and me and Cinco and Janelle, we've been friends for uh, thirty years. So I mean, we're going on thirty years. You know, well, since uh, '96, whenever I got out of the joint, you know, so good stuff, you know. And then I got a lot of old punk rock friends. I mean, if I if I sat around here and named off a bunch of folks, we'd be sitting here for days. Like you said, bro, we're old, we know these motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. I'm I'm pushing 50 years old, so I got a lot of old friends, you know. Of course, um like tattooing, you know, um Yeah, that's even even oh, amped Jesus. up. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... My friend Matt Rousseau, um yeah, him Eddie Deutsch, uh Running Bear, um uh, you know, Freddie Corbin, you know, people like that, you know, um, I got so many tattoo friends and tattoo guys that I really looked up to a lot of guys that I really didn't get the chance to know that aren't around, you know, I was gonna say who are a couple of cats that you feel like really never got the shine they deserved as far as tattooing coming up through the whole, you know what I mean? The last 30 years almost. I don't know, man. Um, uh, I mean, if I, you know, it's really hard to say cause, um, I mean, I, I knew a lot of really, you know, um, I met a lot of really good tattooers and like uh, some of those guys, they didn't want to shine. You know what I'm saying? They right. just wanted to go and do their job and come As home. like a nine to five? Just No, I mean, they, they did they did really good shit. I mean, I, I know lots of tattooers that really didn't get, you know, that didn't get, get really well known, you know, but I mean... But, you know, if I mention those kind of people, I don't know, they might think that, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you bad. know what I'm saying. No, I mean, it's not nothing like that. But, I mean, like, I still got a lot of lot of got friends that I'm just like, wow, you know, I'm rooting for you. But, you know, you haven't found that niche, you know what I'm saying? So. Is it hard to find that niche? I mean, it, it, not, I guess, you know, I, I guess everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? So I think one of the things that helps you is, like you said, you're a people person. Throughout shit that we talked about, different, you know, even in prison and everything else, you've mm -hmm. always... You know, ran with kind of everyone. You're just yeah. You know Try to make good, good, good times out of bad. Anything. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, like with me, I mean, I'm always growing and learning. I mean, shit. I had, I had a good opportunity to 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 be able to work with some of the. You know, you know I mean, Lorenzo Botka, for instance. I mean, I get to work with some of the best, uh, best black and gray guys. I get to yeah. work with some of the best color guys. People they were just doing shit before they're. You know, they, I'm just like I'm like I'm amazed every time I see somebody do something. I'm just like wow. You know, kind of sit there and watch them a little bit and see how they're doing things and how, how things are done, you know, and, um, you know, and then a lot of like, you know, and watching, you know, like uh, Walter McDonald, you know, like watching him make tattoos and shit. He's, he's like this little crazy wizard dude that just kind of comes out of the, you know, and he, uh, um, lifetime tattoos, you know. What's what the Japanese style called? Were, were they with the knife and like, I don't want, is it a hammer or fucking, you know what I mean? Uh, that's, um, uh, Tabori. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and what do they they actually use like a fucking knife no they, they usually i you know i'm, I'm not versed on any of this stuff so yeah but like it, it's uh so my friend uh um um 
Takashi, he he does he does all that stuff, and he use they use like a, a long rod, and and they they put their needles on with thread every morning and stuff. But like I said, have I, you ever got a tattoo like that? No, or no? no, no, no. Would you? Or no? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I just never had any real good opportunity to do it, and like you know, the older I get, I just don't feel like getting tattoos, man. I'm I'm covered. Like I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now, man. Right. But like I'm solid, solid. You know, my legs are completely solid now. So when's the last time you got tattooed? A couple months ago, man. I get tattooed. I get tattooed what, still often, you know. What was it? Um, if you don't mind me asking. I got some stuff on my leg. Um, just filling some shit in? Just filling in stuff, yeah, yeah. And I got some, um, geez, I don't know. I get tattooed a little bit, you know. But, uh, you know, I, the more, older I get, the more I'm just kind of, I'm kind of, I just kind of, I can't can't remember a lot of the stuff I do these days, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Boo-doo-doo. Man, dry as a motherfucker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, you got that cotton mouth. Yeah, bro. I'm <laughs> high as a motherfucker. That's cool. It's supposed hey, to be. Hell yeah. Um, I was going to say, what, would you, um, what kind of advice do you have for the youngsters starting out, man? Or anyone trying to get into tattooing? In do tattoo- you or like, is it don't do it? Is that the well, advice? Well, I mean, there's, 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 better, really- there's, there's other opportunities out there that like... I came in I came in during a time where like there wasn't a lot of tattooing going on. So like um like a lot sometimes people want they, they they want they seek out guys like me. They want to get tattooed with old tattoo machines. They want to hear old stories. They want to sit in an old tattoo chair, smell the green soap and do all that kind of shit. So in that way I'm lucky, you know. So I still got a lot of good clients. I got a lot of folks that want to come get get tattoos from me. But a lot of the young people, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just a generational gap, you know, with these young people. They a lot of them get to that point where they're just like, you know, they walk into a place and they get, get easily distracted or, or they get that mentality where like, hey, why am I not the owner of everything right now? Or, you know, you know how, the, you know, some younger mentalities are. not really want to put in any work. They don't want to put I mean? in any work, but they want to get all the rewards and stuff like that. So, I mean, if, you know, I mean, if you're really into in doing that, then that would be my, my advice to you is just, you know, kick back and listen and figure, you know, and, and learn from somebody who hasn't been tattooing. Not some kid that's been tattooing for two years that just opened up a little private studio down the block. Oh, there's some guy that's been actually doing it for, you know, 20, 30 years and has the patience to put up with, with the nonsense. Me, I don't give a shit anymore. I mean, not not for nothing, but, like, I get a lot of friends that their kids want to get into it, and they'll ask me. And I'm like, well, you'd be better off being an architect. You know, you'd be better right. off being a lawyer or uh, be better off, um, you know, doing construction or doing something that, you know, I mean... Or he plays really great baseball. Maybe he'd be a good baseball player. You know, I mean, it's 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 right now. There's so much so much hype about it because it's you know, I mean, it's on every television, every you know, and, and all these young kids they think that that's something that they could just fall back onto. And it really bums me out when people come in. They're like, oh, I start. I got some some stuff um, on the internet. And I'm starting to do do it as a hobby out of my house. And I'm like, wow. So my my job is is your hobby. That kind of bums me out right. a little bit. Yeah. So it's kind of you know you got to do it for the right reason almost. For sure, I mean I mean the money's there if you got the, if you got good guys that really want to teach you and they they got the they got the, you know they got the um, the patience for you for sure. But I mean but you have to be in that shop. You can't be it. You know, can't just be like okay I'm at the best shop in Denver and then all of a sudden I'm I, I'm I can't deal with this. I'm going over to the tattoo with these no name kids. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work like that. So yeah. I know. I was thinking, I'm trying to think, like, who are, like, some people that kind of, like, like, are known for tattoos? That kind of, like, and I'm thinking, like, Tupac. 
like Allen Iverson, you know what I mean? It was like yeah. cats like that. Who else was there like that? Or were they in the nineties? In the nineties, that um, really kind of made fools like. Yeah, I think you, yeah, yeah, you know shit, you're bro. right. You know, Tupac was one of those guys. You Tupac know, was like, yeah. like the first to like seen, fucking put the a... tattoos out there. He yeah. had fucking especially the the, the thug life. You yeah. know, for sure. Um, then you, then a little bit later, like Iverson came out. He was another one on the basketball. Where he's like, damn, like that fool got the bulldog. He got some, some crazy shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean a lot a lot of athletes for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean even even. I mean, you still see like you know you'll see you'll see certain bands and stuff like that, like bands that I don't even listen to, like young 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 people bands. They're all tattooed up and stuff like that. Heavy but when metal. we but we, yeah, but when we were kids, they, none of the heavy metal bands had tattoos. You know, nah. what I mean, a cu- couple guys did. I mean, you know, like Ozzy Osbourne had some tattoos. I'm thinking them like Iron Maiden, you know, Tom, like Tommy Priest. from from yeah, uh, from, yeah, 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 exactly. But I mean, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like it is now, where everybody's got tattoos. You know what like I'm saying? Everybody, everybody, yeah. You know, like I've seen. It's the- gotten to the point where, like, I, I, you know, there's been days where I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna go ahead and get everything lasered off and be different than everybody else and. Say ha ha. <laughs> you do the opposite. Yeah, I hear that shit it. hurts like a motherfucker. Oh, it bro. does, man. I'm I'm never gonna do that. Of course not. But I mean, it's just funny because like, you see, I see all these. I see some fucking kooks running around town, and they're just like, you know, they're all tattooed up. And I'm like, man, you ain't you ain't a tattoo guy. You behind all them fucking tattoos, you ain't nothing but a lame. You know what I'm saying? And they don't get it. They they, they didn't go in the fucking streets and we're we're out there, you know, hustling every day and doing shit. They're like fucking. They're they're real estate agents with sleeves, you know what I'm saying, and a man bun, you know what I'm saying. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Man, it's crazy. Yeah, I seen like the little documentary, and they kind of broke it down, like you know what I mean, the timeline, and like you said. Yeah, I mean it's 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 way different, you know. Like back when we were kids, you you had to fight through, going to a tattoo shop, you fought through some gangsters, you fought through some convicts, you fought through some uh, some some bikers, you. Maybe fight, fight through some sailors or some or some military guys. Put a little bit but, of work. Yeah, but you get in there and you get a cool tattoo, and then you go out and you get laid and you get a fist fight and you you know and you get drunk, and that was a part of part of that that experience for you. Now it's like you know you go in there and everybody's like oh you know no you know nobody's using old machines you know people are giving you some mint tea and giving you a little <laughs> you know it's it's it's, it's you know I, I mean I I hate to say it but you know I'm I'm kind of a purist in that you know I, I like the smell of old pine saw and old green soap and hearing old machines and hearing some salty shit happening you know nobody wants to hear anything that's offensive but but you want to go in there and you want to have a good tattoo experience. And it just right. seems like nowadays you don't, you know, you don't really get that, you know? Well, shit's like between, you know, all the bougie motherfuckers and then all the Karens too, you know? Yeah. 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 They're white people problems, man. That's what we call white people problems, you know? Like, yeah. You know, what, what color, what color BMW do I want to get? You know, that kind of shit, you know? Or right. Who do I go to get tattoos from? Oh, you're not charging me enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it's stupid. You know, like, I, I just like, I like the old grit, you know, I like the grime, as you would say, you know what I'm saying? That fucking grime, you need it, you know? That's not, what the, not the shiny shit. No, yeah, look at this shiny object. Fuck that, go head first into this door, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit was fun. You have any um, wild times tattooing? Any, any? Oh, I've had all kinds, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> shit, man. Some said I can't really talk about. <laughs> right, right. But kind of give them a couple maybe stories of just some, I don't know, craziness that happened in the tattoo shop. Oh, let's see. I'm trying to think. 
I mean, I got some really, really fucked up stories. I, I, got, I, I caught the heads at the tattoo shop once. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I was there. <laughs> you might have been. Yeah, I might have seen that you one. You might have been. Yeah, that was outside. I, I, remember, I remember some of them, some of them guys. <laughs> you know I, mean? I love all them dudes, man. All right, shout out. Yeah, shout out, yeah. Dude. That's a shout out. I won't say the names. <laughs> yeah, you know, because sometimes it goes down. Shit. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, I had a, I won't say the names, but there's one time... Uh, Buddy of mine was getting he kinda he, he was uh he was having some problems with a client of his and he got he got beat up real bad and I fucking I caught him in the act doing it and I had to I had to regulate it a little way, you know, and So the client was beating your homie up and he you was had beating to stop up him. yeah, I had to stop him. Yeah. Bad situation, you know, and it kinda it could have gotten really bad and you right. know, and of course, you know, I don't call cops, you know, fuck a cop, you know. Cops ain't doing shit besides fucking you know, man, they, they ain't got no part of my life. But they, they so, um, you know, and I ended up, um, you know, it ended up becoming kind of a big deal. Do you remember why they started fighting? I don't know. I think that the the, the guy that was tattooing, my, my buddy was tattooing him, was just, he was just, kept, kept, kept fucking with the guy. Something, maybe they were drinking. Okay. I don't know. But, yeah, I was pretty wild. And I had a whole, there was a whole room full of people in there. And it got, you know, it got, you know, like that kind of shit. And I was just like... I was like, so I had to stop him real quick, and you know, it was a bad scene. But I mean, that that was one real bad problem. But like, oh no, here's a. <laughs> I was out on Amer American tattoo back in the day, and this kid, he couldn't get in the shop to get tattooed, and he comes sneaking in with a gun one time. He was on the ground, and and um and lo and behold, we seen him with those little fish eyes, and we had our shit on him right when he looked up. So, but. I mean, it's always been kind of raw like that, you know. It's it, always let me trying to prove something. So, I mean, that was, you know, that's some back in the day shit. It was just some kid. He, I think he felt kind of disrespected because we wouldn't just tattoo him right then and there. And, you know, it's just some young kid, you know, oh, trying God. to get put on a set, you know, whatever. I don't know, man. I don't pretend to know all that shit. You know, that kid was just having his own problems, so. But we didn't call the cops on him. We just we took his shit and then he left. You know, I, I don't ever, I don't, don't ever get me wrong. I don't call cops, but the guys that I was working with, they sure as fuck, you know, got a hold of somebody. So, yeah. Man, mm -hmm. what about Kofax? You have any Kofax stories? Are we talking about that? I got Kofax all day, man. Yeah, I mean, I grew up there, I and mean, that's the first fucking street me and you actually went on to. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. If you were born at Mercy. You were right on Colfax. That was the very first street you ever went to. You I know. know. Like I said, yeah. I remember as a youngster catching the 15. Oh, day, yeah. Like going to Roar Mall. You get the heads everywhere you go, man. You Pretty know? much. Yeah, exactly. You, know I mean? you keep your head down, but you know, I mean, shit. I think they said like our age were like the last real ones to kind of like really be like teenagers before shit started getting really heavy with like the gunplay and yeah, getting for smoked sure. and all that shit. I mean, we like you said, we would just catch the, we would just catch, if anything, you just get in a fight. Yeah, exactly. The guns weren't a thing, man. If it had to be, you know, if there was guns involved, I had nothing really, really to do with it. I mean, I, I grew up just getting in fist fights and stuff like that. And like I said, I wasn't like so some archer, art, you know, um, arch criminal tough guy or maniac tough guy or nothing like that, man. But, you know, I'd always look for opportunities, you know. And I, of course, I look for opportunities not to be in those positions for sure. But, I mean, who knows, you know, you never... It's always been, you know, there's always some shit. It's, it's, Colfax was crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? I've seen so much shit on Colfax. I can just imagine. I've seen being... people get hit by buses. I've seen shootings. I've seen stabbings. I've seen, you know, everything. Is there a roughest part of Colfax, do you think? Well, I think back in the day or right now. 
Back in the day. Back in the day, I would say probably right over off of Colorado Boulevard and Colfax, that area over there. Yeah. But anymore, it's probably over near uh, kind of towards down, um, the capital. Like that seems a little grittier to me. What about West Colfax? West Colfax, uh, it's it's more it's more lax. Lot, lot, like, I'll tell you yeah. what, man, I fucking Sheridan and Colfax. Yeah, yeah, right. it, it, yeah. Sheridan Colfax, mm-hmm. that Seven Eleven. I went oh, there yeah. one time. That motherfucker it's was live, hopping like it's live, live. I'm live. talking like a hundred motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. was out there smoking drugs, at, off of everything, flows, yeah, fuck, everything, guns, bro. Yeah, anything you <laughs> like, need. I don't know it's about right this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. no good on me. <laughs> I think I ended up going to the liquor store next door. Yeah, I drive by that shit. And there's like two down. people there. Fucking the old studio used to be right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that shit was wild, bro. It's still live, man. Like, I, I take, I'll sneak down because I live over near Colorado, or excuse me, near uh, Coors Field now. So like, I'll, I'll sneak down that way, and I, and I always go by um, um, uh, Sheridan and Colfax just to see the, just to see the dirt that's going on there. You know, there's prostitutes over there, there's gangsters over there, there's guys that are bent over like extortionist style because they've been smoking too much of that the uh, fentanyl shit, you know. And, like I, I don't get it, but like it, it you know, I, I still enjoy seeing that kind of shit. I don't know if something's wrong with me, or you know, I just got, I gotta see it. You know what I'm saying? So no, we, for sure. Yeah, for I sure. drive by that shit all the time. I just want to see what's going on. I'm like, yeah. I was older, bro, and I fucking, <coughs> excuse me. I worked like by the mall. Mm-hmm. Aurora Mall. No, not the Aurora Mall. The other one, the Park Meadow. Is it a Park? Not Park Meadows. The fucking. Oh, um, the Colorado Mills, Mills, the Mills, Mills. Mills, yeah, yeah. And I lived on Detroit in Colfax, yeah. and like my car broke down or some shit, and I had to catch the bus. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's a whole day event, man. That one to the fucking subway, sixteen, yeah, yeah. 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 And fucking bro, you talk about a miss, yeah, bro. You get to see all parts. I, of I think West Colfax is a little dirtier than East Colfax nowadays, man. It's kind of funny. I would never say that, you know, ten years ago, because I'm an East Sider for sure. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I fucking dude. <laughs> Like, uh, like most of my life, I lived in in the Five Points area before it was fucking before it had white people problems. It was dangerous back then, you know. No, I'm I'm I kind of like yeah. I didn't grow up like I grew up in the East Side, but the Northeast, yeah, like Swansea, Dunham. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but my uncle lived right there in the fucking projects, like you know what I mean, right fucking right there where the coal crush used mm-hmm. to be. You know what I mean? And yeah. We used to spend the night down there, and he would sleep with the doors open, wouldn't tripping on anything. Yeah. I remember she was abandoned, like. After uh, we'd be there on a Sunday, fools be outside doing the kung fu shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. After the movies, crazy, bro. It's gnarly down there, man. You know, but in, you know anymore? Like, uh, yeah, the cold crunch, like all that shit is gentrified, man. It's all super gentrified now. You know, like they um, don't want it, then they want it, and they don't want it. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, and, and and then like you know, and then you see people that you know. Like you see entire families that grew up down there, like all of a sudden overnight they're millionaires because they sold something that they bought for a couple grand back in the seventies. Now they, you know, they're millionaires because we should have known. Yeah, well, you know, if, I wish I would have known. I mean, I, I didn't. <laughs> we have that, knew, we yeah, knew, though. but I didn't have that kind of money when I was a kid. Even True. a couple thousand dollars, I mean, shit, dude. That's, I remember but, my grandma. She lived in Glowville, and they had like little plots right there for like ten grand during mm-hmm. like when that shit was super cheap. Now it's uh now it's expensive. No, that's a hundred yeah, Kobe, a couple hundred thousand. Shit. Oh yeah. Well yeah. I mean fuck man, you can get like a lot some of those places they're trying to make you know, they're building up everything. I don't even recognize Globeville anymore. Go down there, there ain't you know, like like uh so my uh one of my one of my closest uh friends down down there, like he, he owns um uh Denver City Tattoo Club, Nicholas Nicholas Pugh. Mm-hmm. 
And man, that you know, me and him sit out there, and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, Crazy. yeah, they they built this over here. Like, he's got this really badass little tattoo shop with the you know a museum and everything. And then all around it is just nothing but skyscrapers and all kinds of shit. You don't even see the skyline no more. You know, it's just... Shit's changed, brother. Yeah, it's crazy. It bothers me a little bit, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean... Nothing. I mean, I, you know, I mean, but the thing is, it's just like, you know... We're a whole different generation. Hey, we really are. And, you know, I get in, like, anytime I take a lift or something, I get into a lift and they'll be like, hey, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Denver. Like, no shit, you're like a unicorn or something, you know? Sure. I'm like, well, you're a fucking lame, you know what I'm saying? You know, but the, where are you from? The brow, you know? Uh, I shouldn't say, you're from Maine or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you know, you probably bought a house out here, sight unseen, and you're the guy on, on the, on the, on the, on the, no, Insta- I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. They got the money, cash, money to buy a house. Oh, yeah. And then they're they paying maybe over. And then they get on that little app where they snitch out everybody on and they're talking about, hey, did anybody hear gunshots? I'm like, motherfucker, you're living in the north side, dog. That shit was fucking gnarly as shit back in the day. And you still got some gangsters over there, you know? You know what's funny? Is I, I, I know what you're talking about 100%. Yeah. My neighbor, like, sold her house, sold in like a week. And some people kind of like, you know what I mean? Just bought it up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tore it down. And I was like, they're cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No problems, whatever. They're cool. But I was like, I should have a talk with them. Like, I should just really kind of let them know, like, you're cool. You're still in the hood. Yeah. Like, don't be going out at night. Like, you know what I mean? In the summertime. <laughs> like, or be don't in the get bag. On, don't get on the, on the don't computer. Be walking, don't be walking in the middle, you know, midnight with your dog and shit. Like, yeah. that might not be a good idea in the yeah. summer, you know? Yeah, you're wearing a big ass ring. You're gonna get that shit taken. You know. Shit. I remember I sit at my dad's for like a couple months, bro, and I swear it was some shit. I felt like it was some shit like Friday, bro. Like I got home late as fuck. And I just heard motherfuckers whistling and talking and shit. Yeah. I swear it was like Friday. Fool, there was like just rolling like slow as fuck on the block, and I heard it, bro. And I like tucked down. I was like, what do I do? I got the strap. I was like, these motherfuckers roll up, like. Yeah. And there's, it's not like they was looking for someone before I was dipped in the crib real quick. You yeah. know what I mean? But, yeah. like, fucking. Oh, a lot of these folks, they don't get that That's shit. just like Friday for real. Like, mm-hmm. they're good neighborhoods at once, and they're good. But, I mean, at the same time, at night, it's a whole different story. Oh, Motherfuckers is. is on the block. Yeah. Motherfuckers on the corner are dangerous. Don't fuck with them. Yeah, if you ain't hood they good, man, you ain't walking yeah. around in that neighborhood, man. Yeah. I've always been kind of lucky. I always had the this, this street smarts and the book smarts. I can walk in all that's those That's what I was looking for earlier. Yeah, the street yeah. smarts and the book smarts, mm-hmm. man. That's what made you, the, you know, yeah, that's the real charismatic deal. ass yeah, motherfucker man. you are, no, you bro. You got to have some fun. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you don't have that shit, then I kind of feel bad for you. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, you're missing out on some good shit in life. You know what I'm saying? Get out there. You can see some shit. You can, you know. Do some yeah, shit. Yeah, do some shit. You normally can't don't do. Don't be stuck. Yep. Yeah. Shit, brother. Yeah. I think that was a good closing right there. Cool, brother. Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on by. You hey. know what I mean? Blessing us. You're going to have to come again. We're going to have to talk a little more. But yeah, I, can, I just want to say that um, um, thank thank you so much for having me. And I just want to tell my, my, my girl, Lauren, I love you. Uh, yeah. I mean, tell them about where you work and all that shit. How they get a hold of you, man, yeah. on the social I'm at, media. Uh, I'm at um, Emporium of Design Tattoos. I'm on 9th and... Uh, Ninth and Wadsworth, right there. Um, Nine hundred Wadsworth eight zero two one four, and the telephone number. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's the same number as right. it's been since the seventies. Google them. Go You'll find it. it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, That's sir. That do. <laughs> well, shit, bro. Like I said, we definitely appreciate you, man. Eldorados so, for life. Yep. Twenty-seven <laughs> years in yes, the sir. game, still pushing. Yeah. 
You look good as fuck, bro. So do you, brother, man. I look so good as fuck. Like, yeah, I know where you live, too, you know now, man. Okay. I know motherfuckers half my age that got more gray. Oh, Jesus, man. You, dude, you ain't got no gray. If I grow my beard, it's all gray. Right. Cool. All right, brother. I'm getting... All right. We out of here. Peace. Yeah. Your boy, Joe Thunder. Check us out on Scotty all platforms. Ferguson. We out of here. Peace. Yeah.